I mean, you can't beat Froyo. <laughs> it's like a buffet for ice cream and candy. I mean, I prefer uh, Cold Stone. Oh, well. Yeah. well. Banana ice cream with yellow cake. I don't think you can ever beat That's that. your jam. That's my jam. Yeah. I know you're not a sweet guy either. No. Well, that, and you're right. Cold Stone is real ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's made by some cream creamer. Because <laughs> they call him cream artist. He um, just creams everywhere. He's creamers. <laughs> it's cream boy. And they yeah, like, and they whip it up like it's like a cold version of Benihana. And they, they, like it's, it's like it's like a dinner theater. And they got to sing if you tip them even a penny. Do they really? They, yeah. That is a, embarrassing. <laughs> is, even yeah. a penny? Just Yeah, you can put in a penny and they like have to sing. You could be such a prick <laughs> and be like, hey, fucking cream boy, here's a penny, bitch. I got a dollar worth of pennies. You bitches are going to be singing all day. I want a hundred songs <laughs> while I eat my banana with yellow cream cake or whatever I'm eating over here. I'm Italian Eddie now. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. Marron. <laughs> so fine. Go get some Froyo, you piece of shit. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 245 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, having a good time. Eddie, Eddie. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. I, I'm a little disappointed that you don't uh, talk about the number more. Like I know. You used to. I used to. 245. 245. That's like Colt 45. <laughs> 45 is a great number because 45 is that's the caliber of bullet, mm-hmm. right? And then you got a 22. Mm-hmm. And what's above a 45? 357? Uh, or is probably. That lower? Is 357 lower than a 45? No, 357 is bigger than a 45. But why is the number smaller? Uh, I don't think it's referring to the caliber. Oh, it's not? Okay. No. <laughs> Like I'm a, such a gun nut, Eddie. I but just, it's like a 380 is smaller than a 45. Okay. It might be smaller than a 9mm also. Oh, whatever. Is 9mm smaller than a 22? No. Well, no. A 22 uh-huh. long rifle is small. Okay. But like a 223 uh-huh. is what they use in like uh, in like Squat. AR-15s. Okay. Like 223s and 556s are the same. You're just saying numbers. You can fit them in the right gun, now. but the size of the actual bullet mm-hmm. is different. We should do a gun podcast. <laughs> it would be fun to do a gun podcast just to get free guns. Yes, that would be amazing. Send us guns. We're influencers. Can you just send someone a gun? <laughs> hey, here's a gun. <laughs> I mean, you got sent a knife. I did, yeah, but I mean, you can't. Well, yeah. I think I you probably can send guns, but maybe not bullets or. Oh, no, that doesn't make any sense. Of course, you can just. Can you just ship someone a gun? Like as a gift? I know uh, there's this YouTuber, this old white guy. His name is Hickok45. Okay. And he has like a YouTube channel. It's all about guns. Mm -hmm. And I know he gets sent guns from like this website that sells guns. Right. To like review and stuff. Sure. So yeah, maybe we could at least review them and shoot them. So and why not? I mean, is it illegal to buy a gun and just give it to someone? Do you have to transfer it with a license and a pink slip like an automobile? Yeah, that's a good question. I can't. I mean, that's obviously not a loophole, or there'd be just one guy buying guns and just <laughs> yeah, well, giving them to people. I I mean, it'd be registered under whoever bought it. Who do you register a gun with? The state? Uh, yes. Like with what the state? What department? Um, that's a good question because I registered my gun here in California, right? Um, and I had to. I think I had to send it to like the state's district attorney or something like that or I their mean, office or something i can't remember and then the state's getting money yeah i bet people hate that where they're like why do i got to register my gun with the city <laughs> yeah and then people say well if you have nothing to lo- you know worry about sir you're a law-abiding says no why does the city need to know i have a gun and he's, they're kind of right yeah you know you gotta tell the city you have a car a gun a house well i've got so many guns and <laughs> obviously i know so much about guns 245. <laughs> yes, this episode's 245. caliber is huge. <laughs> it's super huge. Hey, let's bring it down a notch. Okay. I got some sad news. Oh, man. Okay. Real sad yeah. news. So the story broke yesterday. Yes. It was everywhere. On Drudge, <laughs> on TMZ. So my boy Jack, my good boy Jack, my huge 16, almost 16-year-old, 16 he, he would have been, spoiler alert, man. 16 in August, my big uh, Maine Coon, he was a Maine Coon, <laughs> called him the Grey Ghost. That sounds so racist. I know, it's awful. <laughs> he, you know, I do this dumb bit, and I've been doing it now for, I don't know, six, seven, eight months. 
he's so old and so big, he's either sleeping or dead. Mm -hmm. And I kind of knew that one day I'd come up to him and he would be dead. And then I mentioned for the past, gosh, month, he's been real slow. Mm -hmm. The past week, he stopped eating, couldn't get him to eat wet food. He wouldn't even eat tuna. Oh, wow. And tuna is like crack to a (laughs) cat. You know, they say, oh, give a, in cartoons, they give cats milk, Mm -hmm. which is actually really bad for them. Oh, really? Yeah, cats aren't supposed to drink milk. That's some, I mean, no one's supposed to drink the milk of anything other than their own species. So giving cow milk to a cat, it makes no sense. (laughs) It's some cartoon horseshit. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. And it actually is bad for them. Tuna, though, tuna. I mean, they love that shit. I would, you open a can in your house mm-hmm. and a cat hears that. And he comes running in because they like <laughs> tuna so much. Stopped eating that, stopped drinking. And I just knew it was time. And he just started to just smell different too. Oh, wow. Like his okay. body, he was still there. And it's funny because he's such a nice cat. He sits out in front of my house and even the UPS guy knows him. <laughs> and he's like, where's Jack? Where's Jack? And two days ago, I said to him, ah, he's real bad. And he's all, well, can I say goodbye to him? This is a UPS guy. Wow. Yeah, that's so crazy. I, I rolled up the garage and he came in the garage and he's petting Jack. Like, I thought he was going to cry <laughs> for crying out loud. And then a few hours later, I went out in the garage and he was gone. Uh-huh. And he just said, died just sleeping in his, in his cat bed. I'm sorry. That's okay. Thank you. Yeah. So I've been doing this bit, like I said, where on Snapchat, I'll record a video. Is Jack sleeping or dead? Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of had to finish it. <laughs> and so I went up to him knowing he was dead. Mm-hmm. You know, I, every time I walked in the garage, I wasn't like live streaming to try to catch this <laughs> raw moment. I knew he was dead. And I went up to him and I did a little video and I kind of broke up. I kind of choked up a yeah. little bit. And I, I wasn't even intending to, but it kind of the gravity of the situation hit me. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on the internet. And I didn't post it on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, as a post. I didn't put it on Facebook because part of me was like, I just took a video of a dead cat. <laughs> I mean, this is a, a dead animal yeah. <laughs> at this point. And the rigor mortis was kind of starting to kick in oh, a little bit. Okay. And he died with his eyes wide open. And I, I tried to do that ballsy, that you know, baller move like in movies. Yeah. Where they just <laughs> go to sleep, sweet gray prince. And I tried to close his eyes and bonk. No, they wouldn't close. <laughs> they were just wide open no matter what I did. And that was weird. Oh, wow. And his mouth was like, like kind of stretched open yeah. too. And I tried to close it shut because I thought, well, let me get a peaceful, <laughs> nice shot of homeboy's face. And maybe I'll throw that on Snapchat or Instagram story. Something not permanent. Yeah. This isn't something that I wanted to be on my permanent record. You know, where it's just, oh, who's this guy, Dan? Let me check out his, what is, is that a dead cat on his Instagram? So it's gone now, which is kind of unfortunate, where at this point, anyone listening to the podcast, if you don't follow me on Snapchat at Sift Show, you missed it. Sorry, folks. You missed it. And I joked and I asked a few weeks ago, am I allowed to bury the cat in my backyard? Yeah. And I think basically if he hadn't died at home, I was going to take him in. His quality of life Mm -hmm. was gone. And at that point, I mean, do I ask the vet for his body back? And then I'm bringing a dead cat home in my car. I wasn't really sure. I was probably just going to have them. I think they burn them. They just like throw them in a pit with a bunch of other animals. (laughs) And then they can give you the ashes back, I guess. But I wasn't going to pay for any of that shit. Mm. I was relieved and glad he died at home because that was free. Mm. (laughs) You know, that cost me a big nothing. And my wife and I, she had a change of heart and and so did I. And I did end up burying him in the backyard. Oh, okay. Pretty deep. Well, (laughs) here's the thing. I mean, he died during the work day (laughs) and I kind of wanted to get done with it before my kids got home from school. Yeah. Because then I thought, should I wait and let them see him? You know, a lot of people who have sent me messages and their condolences, what I really appreciate, a lot of them say, how are the kids taking it? Mm-hmm. When the kids got home from school, they all came to me and gave me condolences to me like, <laughs> oh, dad, I'm so sorry about Jack. And I said, are you guys okay? And they're like, Jack who? <laughs> like today we were driving in the car and Nicole said, hey, we should get a kitty. What should we name him? And in dead seriousness, Grant said we should name him Jack. I was like, dude, Jack died two days ago, and now you want to get a new kitten and name him Jack. 
And he said, yeah, why not? How about Jack Jr.? I said, no, his name's still Jack. Like, what, what is wrong with you? And, and so, no, my kids were fine with it, but it was during the day, and I just, you know, it's... Okay, so if you've ever watched a show like um, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where they uh, dig a lot of graves, mm-hmm. dude... Okay, I dug a one by one, two by two, whatever little <laughs> hole in my backyard. It took me an hour and a half. Jesus, man. You know, I'm not like out of shape. The ground was pretty hard. <laughs> I'm sweating my ass off, and I've got this poor cat, you know, stiffening up here. Yeah. And so any TV show where they dig a grave with a shovel, as deep as they go and as big as they go. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe if in Georgia, you know, the soil's a lot softer. But in my backyard, it was a real bitch to do it. Okay, and so it sounds like a really long time to me. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> go home tonight, and in your neighbor's front yard, dig a hole. Okay, I'll like, do that. The soil, I just think, was really tight and really impacted, mm-hmm. and I don't know. You know, I hit caliche <laughs> in Las Vegas. They've got caliche yeah. everywhere, and you can't make your swimming pool too deep because of that bedrock. <laughs> Caliche. I hope that you buried it deep enough where, like, if we have a really, like, hard rain. I did. Okay. <laughs> I was slightly worried about that. The scum's, like, floating up. Right. Oh, my God. Or you what know. if it's, like, Pet cemetery, man, and, like, all of a sudden. I mean, he could. That'd be crazy. I Googled it, and, well, that's the thing. I just said to Nicole, I don't know. I'll just maybe put him in, like, a bag and, and put him in the ground. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, why don't you Google it? And I said, you're right. Why? Of course I should Google it. And I <laughs> How think- to bury a body. Well, sorry. All right. You know, I definitely private browsed <laughs> that shit, and I should have done a VPN. Yeah. Make it look like I'm in North Korea or something. But I, as I'm getting older, I'm finding myself seeking out advice and Googling things way less. Like mm-hmm. the other day, I had to recall my shower. Okay. Guess how many articles I read about it on Google before I just went for it? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? I can't even imagine a few years ago me doing anything without Googling at first. Yeah. Cooking a food, doing any kind of craft or any kind of project. But I said to myself, eh, fuck it. I'll just wing it. And I did appreciate your job. <laughs> so, and again, I didn't even think to Google how to bury your pet. And I did. And the, the, it was stupid. Yeah. You, know, you dig a fucking hole and you throw the animal in there. But the one thing it did say is if you have a cardboard box or something, put them in there. Mm-hmm. It'll help keep them kind of tucked in there. You know, it'll, it'll smell less, but it'll still decompose as will the cardboard. Yeah. So I had a perfect box. I tucked him in there, <laughs> which is weird. I mean, I'm like, but I will admit that once he died, it really did feel like it wasn't him anymore. Yeah. Like immediately, especially because of his weird face. So you had no desire to like put him on display? I didn't. Uh, I mean, his fur was nasty. <laughs> I know. I talked a big game. <laughs> this was going to be my taxidermy 101. <laughs> But and yeah, I was going to open him up and just explore his body <laughs> with my children and, and learn about the wonders of a cat. And he's so old and he's so nasty. He had IBS. That's the other <laughs> thing about this cat is he shit everywhere, even when he was a youngster. Mm-hmm. And so I can only imagine his insides were probably just black and just filled with just oh, Lord knows what. Maybe even had cancer. I don't even know. You know, like yeah. I'll never know. I didn't do an autopsy. <laughs> You know, I didn't do that, so I won't be getting his uh, records back. Maybe he was high and drunk. Could have been. You know, he could have been just yeah. super high the past month. We'll never know. And he OD'd. He OD'd. <laughs> Finally OD'd. So I put it out there. He's gone. Yeah. Love that cat. And now everyone's already ready to move on. You know, <laughs> he's just, you know, 10 feet behind us right now in the ground. And even though, like I said, I didn't think his body was him, it's kind of nice to know he's out there. Yeah. He's up in heaven. <laughs> Eddie's on the Rainbow Bridge. Did you put up like a cross? Well, no. Jewish people don't use crosses, right? No. Did you do like a Star David? David. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) I didn't. And my mom said something funny. She said, oh, I should get you like a nice rock or a plaque and you can put it there. And I said, no, thanks. I said, that's okay. What I did was I just put a little mark on the tree kind of parallel to the hole. Okay. Just so I kind of know he's out there. And then my mom said, you know, I just thought of... I have plaques for like two or three of her dogs Mm -hmm. that have died. She has them in her backyard, kind of in the rock garden. People probably go to her house and think she's got (laughs) three or four (laughs) dogs buried in her backyard. And in Las Vegas, and especially in my parents' backyard, where everything is rock Mm -hmm. and artificial, not like in California or Montana or Alabama where you got land and you got things. That was another thing. A lot of people said, hey, you live on a farm? 
you shoot that animal. Like you've got a little twenty-two, yeah, where you can just kind of shoot it in the back of the head. And Nicole seriously, she was like, "You know, what if you know he never dies and we don't want to take him in? Like, you think we could use Eddie's gun to shoot him?" <laughs> I said, "Baby, like if we used Eddie's gun, his head would explode." <laughs> I've got a twenty-two also. Oh, do you? So you, oh, well, <laughs> so you can use that. <laughs> I couldn't have done that, and I wouldn't have wanted to. Yeah, I mean, it's romantic to think like old Yeller style. Mm-hmm. I'll take him in the backyard and I'll put him down. But no, I, I mean, I'm not going to shoot them. I Just smell the flowers. Just exactly. Smell the flowers. That's the other thing, is even me getting a little emotional about a cat, it made me think of a show like Walking Dead mm-hmm. or any show where they're sort of killing people. Yeah. And people that they've known on the show for a long time, like, I think they make it seem like it's so much easier. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, um, Walt on Breaking Bad killed this guy. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. And he seems unfazed by it, even though it might change him a little bit. I think if you kill someone in real life, it's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, I mean, even if if you like, you don't like the person, right? Or they were trying to hurt you, like just taking someone's life, yeah, is such a crazy experience. It's, right, it's got to do something to you. I think it's got to take years, probably, to get over that and to stop thinking about it, seeing it. Like, imagine on that Portland train where that guy slashed yeah. like two throats. What was that scene like My God. with the blood and the mayhem everywhere? Goodness gracious. Yeah. So anyhow, anyway, I did put a dead animal on the internet. <laughs> Maybe that was weird. Is that weird? I don't know. I thought it was a little, it, it was a little real. Was it a little yeah, too real? A little too real. Like, I know. Yeah. A couple was... people sent me a message too. They're like, is that a, is this for real? <laughs> like, is that seriously your dead cat? And I just... <laughs> But I felt like I had to. Like, if yeah, I didn't... You, I mean, you got to wrap it up. I kind of did. Yeah. Like, I had to at least show it. And I didn't show his gnarly face. I showed his back. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was very classy. But it was still kind of real. <laughs> it was Maybe kind of gross. Yeah. I mean, especially, like, when, you're, when, when your voice broke a little bit. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. It was a little... I think I probably had some people shed a tear or two. I, from I mean, that. I was close, Got man. A little I felt misty. for you. I felt for you. It's hard to hear someone cry and not cry. Yeah, especially a person like me who you hear my voice every week, and I'm, I'm not, never been close to tears <laughs> on the show. But yeah, I, I definitely choked up. I choked up. All right, let's move on from that. Okay. R.I.P. Mr. Jack. So a, a great listener named Fonzie, Fonzie, <laughs> sent us an email. He's one of these crazy people that has a season pass to Disneyland. Okay. However, he said he lives five minutes away. Okay. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. You know, it's cheaper to grab an Uber. Well, not Uber. You got can't take Uber anymore. <laughs> Uber's dead. You got to take Lyft. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a company crash that hard. Oh, as man. Uber is just like one thing after another. And just today they fired like 20 people. <laughs> 20 people got fired for sexual harassment. It's so crazy. That's so many people. Yeah. Like the entire company probably has 30,000 employees. And yes, maybe a thousand of them are dirtbags who are harassing people. But how did they go through and find these 20 people and then decide today was the day (laughs) this group got let go? I mean, I think a lot of them, well, I, I mean, I don't doubt they were all sleaze bags. Right. But I'm sure there were some that were like just scapegoats. Like, maybe hey, we need to change the image. Our fucking company is failing. Yeah. We need to get rid of some people and show them that we're serious about making changes. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. I, I mean, I guess they're trying. Yeah. And I'm sure it was probably 20 white guys oh, age yeah. 20 to 40 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> certainly wasn't women yeah and yeah I, I, who knows what it was i mean I, I can guarantee you it wasn't women that's for sure and i just think it's funny that there's probably some guys that have been there for a long time and they've been getting away with it and then there's another guy who's like man i've only been harassing people for a week <laughs> and i'm getting the same goddamn treatment yeah as these people but yeah i don't know the fallout from that is, is going to be big um, but either way, you take a lift mm-hmm. to Disneyland, you're five minutes away, it's cheaper than parking, you run around for a few hours, and then you go home. So he wrote us an email to say, I was going on about the Disney princesses that Eddie saw mm-hmm. and took uh, fantasy photos of mm-hmm. that I kept. <laughs> but Jasmine, Princess Jasmine, she's not wearing what she wears in the cartoon. Oh, he she's said. not? No, she does not have bare midriff. She's covered up. And disappointing. That's not authentic. No, it's not canon, as they say. <laughs> and he did say there is a bell, a pre-yellow dress bell that walks around in her like simple, uh, f- folky townsgirl <laughs> okay. clothes too. And he sent me a picture of that from behind. 
which I think he had in the camera roll. Like, I don't think he took that for us. And if he did, that's even better. Yeah. But I think he probably just had a creeper shot of <laughs> Bell's ass. Well, hey, man, uh, kudos to you. Yes. And I appreciate it. And thank you, Fonzie, yeah. for that. If we ever do tell a story on the show or talk about something and you're at home and you think, shit, they're wrong. Like, this is what guns are and you have to do that. Send us a note. Yeah, definitely. You know, always down to be correct, uh, corrected and all that stuff. I was actually in Southern California last week, too. And I went to, brace yourself. I had dinner with women only. <laughs> okay. And drank. And I did not have sex with any of them. You know, Mike so disappointed. Pence, I mean, I know that's a big thing. Like, there's no reason that a man should ever be with a woman <laughs> unless he's trying to have sex with her. A man is not allowed to talk to a lady or have dinner with her. Mm-hmm. And somehow I restrained myself. We were at this place called the Soho House, which I guess is like a cool, like, you can only go in if you're a member. Really? And it's real fan. Like, Timberland was there. Oh, really? When I was there. Yeah. With a bunch of people or just? Yeah, a couple people. Okay. And I think a lot of celebrities go there. And it's one of these places where I felt so out of place because I'm nobody. (laughs) I'm just a dork. And I was there with these women who are members. And everyone is just constantly looking around. Like, who's that person? What's that guy? Why is he here? Is this person rich? Who's that beautiful woman? I mean, the women there? Buddy. (laughs) Maron. I mean, you know, I know Sacramento's just had the ugliest women on earth or whatever. But I saw more good looking women in that restaurant Mm -hmm. than i have in a year in san francisco (laughs) sacramento anywhere and they're all dressed insanely sexy okay like the kind of clothes that i mean you just i don't even know where they buy these clothes these these (laughs) gals like it's it was unbelievable and you think to yourself who are you like are you a model yeah how many instagram followers do you have like (laughs) what is going on why are you with this guy I, i just wanted to just get into everyone's head and then some of them are looking at me, and I'm going to be like, hey, I'm not like some tech millionaire. Have you heard Save It For The Show? I am a famous podcaster, and we had a good time. Did you grab any of these women by the pussy? I didn't. Dude, it's America, man. I know, I know, and I probably could have, oh. and I probably should have, but I didn't. And I was feeling pretty good because I'm still doing this dumb keto diet, mm-hmm. so I can't drink beer, wine, or a, a, a cocktail per se, all I can drink really are soda, water, and vodka with a lime. Okay. So when you're only drinking cocktails, and of course I was buzzed and, and feeling good, mm. and I still didn't grab any vaginas. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Somehow as a person, I was able to not <laughs> commit a felony. As a straight white male in America. I know, with like 10 vodka sodas in me, <laughs> I still didn't grab a woman. Man. You know? I commend you. Thank you. I, I did I did do something bad, though. Okay. <laughs> is I had dinner with these people. It was me and two other women. And right when I got there, I've talked about this, that maybe as almost like a defense mechanism, you know, if you're in the military or in the CIA and you go into a bad guy's hideout, you're immediately supposed to know where the exits are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, shit goes down. How am I going to get out of there? I'm that way except for bathrooms. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the second I get in a restaurant, I think to myself, where's the bathroom yeah and not because i'm gonna piss my pants or have diarrhea i just like to know where it's at (laughs) and i like to go right when i get there i wash my hands i look in the mirror i'm good to go rub one out just in case the night goes right (laughs) i'm trying to kill these demons so i don't grab a woman's vagina (laughs) and so yes i do all that and then i sit down did that when i got there and i started drinking hanging out having dinner i went to the bathroom again and then I came back to the table and I had quote unquote broken the seal, oh, okay. as they say. Which I know is all about that. <laughs> total wives tale. Is it? I it, feel like it's so true. <laughs> here's what it, why it's a wives tale is it makes it seem like if you drink a lot and pee, all of a sudden now you have to pee a lot. And I think it's because it's all catching up. Uh, okay. Like your body's not processing booze that fast mm-hmm. to where that first piss you take after drinking for two hours, you're not passing two hours worth of liquid right then. You're probably passing a half an hour. Gotcha. And then okay. every half an hour from there on out, you're just like, the piss is coming. That makes sense. Body's processing it nonstop. Okay. But that first one does seem to lube the <laughs> right, lube the urethra. <laughs> yes. So, which by the way, 
I, I said urethra in front of my kid today because he was convinced he's eight mm-hmm. that um, when we're talking about kittens, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, yeah, well, when the mama, the baby comes out of her butt. <laughs> and he was completely convinced and he kind of got the talk, <laughs> like an impromptu talk, like, well, the cats come out of the other cat's vagina. <laughs> And he's like, what? Because he's always only seen one vagina in his life, the one he's come out of, <laughs> his mother's. And we haven't really gotten there. And it blew his little mind. Wow. Yeah. And Evan, his older brother, is making fun of him. Like, oh, comes out of their butt like poop. <laughs> Dummy. So they're shitting and putting cats out of their ass. That's like, why you're a piece of shit. Right. You came out of mom's butt. <laughs> you came out of mom's butt. I came out of mom's <laughs> vagina. Because uh, dad came in mom's vagina. Oh. <laughs> All right, anyways, so the long point of the story is I couldn't go back to the bathroom because I didn't want to seem like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. And I so I sat there for probably an hour longer than I wanted to, continuing the drink, continuing the chat. And when I finally did go to the bathroom, I had the dreaded thing. I had a piece of food in my <laughs> goddamn huge front teeth. I've got huge teeth. I mean, my mouth is huge. Gigantic. It's so big. My wife, I one time we were talking about it, and I joked that I'm like a baleen whale. <laughs> like when I drink wine, my entire mouth and teeth are like Grimace's asshole. <laughs> like it's just a, a disaster. And so I, I baleen whale. I had a huge piece of food. And I thought to myself, I thought I was cool with these people. <laughs> like I feel like if, if I'm talking to someone and they have some food in their teeth, I'll just be like, yo, man, like you're right there, dude. <laughs> and they say, cool, thank you. Unless they don't get it. And they're like, did I get it? Yeah. And you're like, no. <laughs> and then they try again and they start drawing blood. And you're like, no, man, <laughs> you gotta go to the bathroom, man. Um, like Nicole said that to me today. I have a nose hair. Apparently I had a long nose <laughs> hair. And we're at Froyo. And she's like, you got a really long nose hair. So my first reaction was to reach in and try to grab it. And she's like, what the? No, no, you can't do that here. Really? So what am I supposed to do? I'm a real quickly, casually. She's like, there's people around. Someone's going to see me pulling nose hair out. And I said, well, why'd you tell me right now? I got to get it out now. <laughs> Anyways, I had food in my teeth and I was mortified. That's, did you like email these women and say, no. hey, horrible night, ladies. I know. I thought we were cool. N- number one, none of y'all let me grab your pussies. I number know. two, I had this shit in my teeth and I held my piss for you. I really What's did. What's up with that? I'm so mad. <laughs> I mean, it was like that one time I told you a story. I had a bunch of sawdust in my hair. Yeah. And then I met a guy. And I was convinced he thought it was dandruff. And I wrote him a weird email <laughs> telling him, no, it wasn't dandruff. Yeah. Um, and I never heard back from this guy yet. <laughs> ever, ever again. He uh, changed his name. Seriously. Uh, God damn it. Um, yeah, we got a few emails about Bill Maher. Okay. And Kathy Griffin. It was a wild week last week mm-hmm. in, in the world of celebrity uh, missteps. Yeah. Let's say. And, and everybody's seen this stupid cat. God damn it. You know? Republicans are so much better at outrage and yeah. anger and like drumming up a controversy. What did she think was going to happen? I mean, look, I hate Trump with everything I am. Mm-hmm. I just despise the man, but I don't want to see him dead. <laughs> and even as a joke, I mean, I know comedians are allowed to say anything, do anything, but what did she possibly think was yeah. going to happen from that? I mean, I, I'm sure she was hoping that it would cause some type of controversy. But what? Yeah. Kind. But I mean, I, I kind of like, I feel like I wish she would have just doubled down on it. Like, yeah. Just like, yeah, I fucking did it. So what? Sorry. Right. Like, how many times have I seen like effigies of Barack Obama oh being hung God. from a tree? Like, right. And that's okay. There was you know, right. no major outrage for that. Like, seriously. So, you know, if, if something that she did that she thought would be funny and controversial, mm-hmm. she shouldn't have, I don't think she should have apologized. I mean, I, I don't either. I, you're totally right. Like, that's the thing when conservative folks like Bill O'Reilly or whoever, when Bill O'Reilly got caught and just had to pay women money yeah. because he sexually harassed them, he still won't admit it. Bill Cosby will still not admit <laughs> that he did anything wrong. Like, that makes you seem untouchable and kind of crazy. And you're right. If she had doubled down and been like, so what? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking did it. Now what? What are you going to do now? <laughs> yeah. And instead she made this weird apology video where she didn't have like a stitch of makeup on. I don't know if you saw that. Like, <laughs> I did. What? And she looked like Carrot Top. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, she looked. So maybe she thought like, I'm going to do something real. Like this is straight from my heart. Yeah. I look like shit. And no, it just seemed even odder. Yeah. And then she like lawyered up and she's doing press conferences. It's like, dude, honey, like just disappear. <laughs> 
<laughs> for a month. Like you're making this way worse than it needs to be. Yeah. Like Bill Maher. Like he said the N word. <laughs> like an idiot. And he's just ghosted. Yeah. He made a quick apology and now he's not like, you know, tweeting about it and talking about it. And I think, look, who am I to say you have an opinion on any of this? Mm-hmm. And I think the context that he said it, it was a bad, just stupid joke. Are you familiar yeah. with what he said? Yeah. It was just dumb. And you just can't say that word. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely. sorry. Like, it just, and joking, whether it's the ER or the A version, like, mm-hmm. just, you don't have the right Bill Maher yeah. to even use that word or say it, even as a joke. And I think people take a lot of pro- uh, problem with how easy he said it. How They're casually like, he just, yeah. It but just that's came not out. fair. Because that's a word that we've heard so much. Like if I say platypus, just like easily, you'd be like, man, you must say platypus a lot. The way you just said platypus without even thinking about it, you must say platypus. Like when you're with your friends yeah. in a locker room, you say platypus. No, I don't. It's just a word that I've heard a lot. Oh, and my favorite thing too is when people are like, well, if it's so offensive, man, then why do black people uh, yeah. call each other that? It's like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> like, do we need like 101, like everything for socialism racism like seriously that's your argument on facebook you idiot. yeah you have no right to make that argument i know so, it's crazy yeah and, and but, he, i mean I, I don't think he's racist i think he just, i don't either it, it was just a, a poor like poor taste like mm. just kind of a just a corny joke right that obviously he shouldn't have said terrible joke yeah and i think no one's that really mad at him on the liberal side because they see how important he is mm-hmm. kind of to the quote unquote resistance of things and he's not going to get fired he's not i mean it's like yeah. it's like move on he handled it as best he could he apologized yeah like it was stupid and dumb it's a, is it okay to make a mistake like <laughs> god damn it i mean is it okay to make a mistake he made a mistake if fucking whatever He's sitting there for hours doing a live show. Yeah. He makes a mistake. Like, cut the guy some slack. Yeah. Every time I say the N-word, I edit it out. <laughs> he can't. Okay? He can't. He doesn't have that <laughs> he luxury. have that luxury. No. No. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, you know, something else. I, when I was in LA, I did take quite a few lifts. Okay. You know, hobnobbing around. And I called a lift, and I'm looking at my map, and he's like a block away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'll just stand here. And like five minutes later, the car is still parked there. And then I kind of look down the street and I see the car right there. And I think to myself, well, I guess I'll walk to you. <laughs> you know, you've got a car. Like you just <laughs> pop right over here to me. And, but I, fine, I'll, I guess I'll walk to you. And I walk over there and the guy is, he's got the back of his car trunk. It's like a Ford Explorer mm-hmm. and it's popped. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I, may, I got a roller bag. Maybe yeah. he's ready for me. I walk around and he's sitting on the bumper and he's got his like a, a packet of powder and he's like eating it okay and it's all over his face and i say oh hi ronald you know like because I, I, I know yeah. his name he's like oh oh what's up man what's up uh, uh i had a headache i'm so sorry and i just had to take some bc powder and i said okay all right no problem man i'm sorry you have a headache <laughs> uh, i guess i'm gonna get in your car now <laughs> And I get in his car and I quickly get on my phone and I'm like, what the fuck is BC powder? And I'm Googling it and turns out it's an actual, it's like a packet of Tylenol that's crushed. So it's powder. It's acetaminophen or or Mm -hmm. something like that. And it's whole claim to fame is like you slam this powder and get back. Like it's, it's a very odd thing. Like Google it and go to their website and it's like made for truck drivers or like tough men. Like you're a construction worker and you hurt yourself. You got to get back out there, pound this BC powder. And there's three ways to take it, which is the funniest <laughs> thing. You can put it in your mouth and it's got a little icon right next to it. Okay. okay. So it's got a, an icon of a man and it says, put it in your mouth, the powder, and then swish it down with some water. That's one way. <laughs> the next way. And the icon is literally, you know, like when you go on a website that's under construction yeah. in like 1997 and it's like a little guy like digging a ditch. <laughs> yeah. That's the icon, like almost clearly saying construction workers, mm-hmm. tough people. And it's called like the one shot method where it says, put the powder in your mouth and swallow the powder, okay. which seems incredibly hardcore. It's like the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> it's like the cinnamon challenge, man. And then the third way, it's an icon of a woman. 
and it says mix it in some water <laughs> and then you can just drink it down and i couldn't believe that the pussy way had the bathroom woman sign with like a dress you know like a woman with like a little triangle yeah. dress that was the pussy way of taking your bc powder wow is there only is this is bc powder like the brand name yes and it's been around for like over 100 years Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a tincture or like a, you know, like an old pharmacist. Is thing. it any more powerful than like taking a Tylenol? I don't think so. Or it's just that, faster acting? I think it's super fast acting and maybe it's like 500 milligrams, 1,000 milligrams. Maybe it's just hardcore. Yeah. But it didn't seem too healthy and it seemed like the kind of thing that you would use as a crutch. Like, oh shit, my back's been hurting. Hit that BC powder. Yeah. And not realizing that you have scoliosis or something. I thought you were going to say the three ways to take it were like snort it, oh, God. <laughs> eat it, or shoot it up. Because mm -hmm. that's, I mean. That would make more sense. He was probably just doing coke, man. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's BC powder. I mean, I saw the, pa the pack. I mean. It said BC powder he on hides, it. Obviously, you got to hide your coke somewhere. He did a good job. <laughs> and then he got me to the airport super, <laughs> super quick. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, my man. We got a ton of voicemails this week. Oh, awesome. A ton. So let's do a handful of these and guess who's back with some voicemail magic. Paul from Roanoke. Oh, yes. Paul from Roanoke's back Missed in the house. You, Paul. you know, all of a sudden, I'm one of these inbox zero guys mm -hmm. to where when I get to work in the morning, I've got 50 emails and I read everyone, erase, markers unread. So by noon, when I have zero emails, I mm -hmm. feel great. Yeah. And then that way, when an email comes in, I can focus on it. Is it actionable? This little bit into the old dancer's <laughs> process here. All of a sudden, I look up, and I have 10 emails. And I think okay. to myself, whoa, what's going on, man? It's like, it's like, what's going on? I have 10 emails from Paul from Roanoke. <laughs> and every email is a different subject, a different body, and a different voicemail. So has he just been like hoarding these and just sent them all off? I think he was just sitting in his, oh, I don't know. I think it was probably like 6, 7 p.m. his time. Oh, okay. Probably had a few cold ones. And he was just sitting on his phone, just firing them <laughs> in. And so here, let me, I'm just going to play them back to back. Okay. Play them back to back because they're very short. And then we'll discuss them when they're over. Sounds good. All right, here they are. Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. What's the best thing to get at a Panda Express? Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. <laughs> Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. It's garden season again, and I couldn't give a fuck less. Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. He just keeps going here. Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. If you could be any character on Game of Thrones, would you still let Tyrion fuck you? Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. Pussy got wet. Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. <laughs> Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. Aside from the middle finger, what's your favorite finger? Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. Remember when Dylan was on the show? Yeah, me either. It's Paul from Roanoke, sincerely. <laughs> Poor Bye. Dylan. Hi, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. I recently saw a job application that says a sense of humor is preferred. Too bad I'm dead inside. Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. Hey, Dan and Eddie. It's Paul from Roanoke. I made barbecue, and I'm from North Carolina, so I know what I'm doing. I can't believe you don't like using charcoal. That seems like not even... Um, a good idea. Anyway, do you want to come over? Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. <laughs> All right, I think by the end there, you got a little sad. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I think he, you know, was was a little worried. And I sent him a couple of emails back and forth. He's doing okay. Okay. Don't let him get you down. Great questions. Great questions. So I, I wrote them down. His first question was, what's your favorite thing from Panda Express? <laughs> Which is a fast casual Chinese food chain here. Yes. Uh, I mean, isn't everyone's orange chicken? It's got to be their orange chicken or beef and broccoli, yeah. I feel like. When they had, uh, they had like spare ribs. Ooh. And those were my jam, dude. I got yeah. like triple spare ribs. That sounds else. great. Yeah, really good. Hold the rice. <laughs> I want another spare rib. Just give me a bucket of spare ribs, please. <laughs> I would say you're probably right. Excuse me. Beef and broccoli seems to be my go-to okay. because I've like a Snickers bar has convinced you that it's somehow a healthy Snickers bar. <laughs> Eating not poison, I feel like, oh, let me get that beef and broccoli. Because that broccoli, you know, it's going to cancel out <laughs> all the sugar and the sweetness and the beef. Yeah. Let me get that beef and broccoli, <laughs> which is pretty funny. I think they sat down and they said, hey, let's make something. It's got to have alliteration. Um, beef goes with broccoli. The end. Why not beef and beans? Or That sounds great, too. 
beef and more beef. That sounds like the best to me. That sounds really good <laughs> to me. Uh, his next question was gardening season. He's totally right. Yep. I have a fantasy bigger than almost any of my fantasies to have an amazing garden where I walk out and there's herbs. You know, I'm cooking Mexican food and I say, hey, mijo, mijo, <laughs> go outside and get some cilantro for this great thing that I'm making. And I have tomatoes out there and peppers. And I'm for that, if I'm cooking, like I have rosemary, rosemary's easy. <laughs> How did rosemary, it's like a weed bush yeah. that everyone has in their house that you kind of cook with. Why couldn't cilantro have gotten that? Or <laughs> green onion, something that I actually use. Mm -hmm. I only cook with rosemary like once a year. Yeah. It's usually in the fall. <laughs> Can't fuck with rosemary in the summertime. Anyhow, and fruit trees. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a kid, my grandma had a house right down by the stratosphere in Las Vegas, which if anyone knows, that area is not the best area. No, my grandma lives there too. Your poor grandma still yeah. lives there. You know, she's getting pistol whipped yeah. every other weekend. I used to live there uh, like w when I was younger. Oh, did you? Like from, I think like eighth grade through high school, I lived. That makes sense because you lived, you went to school yeah. at Gorman at the time, mm -hmm. which was down in that zone. Yeah. So either way, she lived in this shit house. She had a huge backyard full of fruit trees, pomegranates, apples, apricots, grapefruits, mm -hmm. figs, just everything. And so I think that's given me a fantasy that I want to have all this. You know how many fruit trees I have in my backyard now? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> you know how many herbs I grow? None. <laughs> you know how much fruit I have? It's kaput. <laughs> I have nothing, Eddie. That's disappointing, man. It really is. Oh, the other day. Did you I got tell a cat? You, you got a cat <laughs> The only thing growing in my backyard <laughs> is my poor cat's carcass. <laughs> Is just, and you're right, you know, what if an animal, that's what Nicole is terrified that, I don't know, some coyote <laughs> is going to hop my fence and then, you know, dig them up and eat them. You know what? Just if you do, take them. Like, I don't want to find them. If, some, yeah, if an animal yeah, is going to dig them up, fucking take them out of here. <laughs> or like you said, let's say in 10 years, I've kind of forgotten about him. Mm -hmm. I mean, will his bones decompose too? They should. Yeah, they should. Right? Like if it rains, what if it rains and his skin has decomposed, but not his body. <laughs> Just the bones remain. Now that I could get down with. I wouldn't mind having Jack's dope ass skull just chilling on my desk. <laughs> and maybe I could like get it finished and polished. Yeah. So it would be kind of like, okay. Or bronzed. Bronzed. That would have been dope, dude. Now you're a fire gilded. <laughs> Where's John B from S Town? Can he fire gild me and my cat's skull? So gardening season, he's right. Yeah. My favorite character on Game of Thrones, I don't know. I guess everyone likes Jon Snow, Khaleesi. I'm going to go with that, too. I don't watch, you don't even Game, watch of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Get out of here. Sorry. You butt. It's, it's, the, the character he mentioned, if he could still fuck you, is Tyrion, who's the, the dwarf. The, yeah. The, you know, the little man on Peter the show. Peter Dinklage. Yes. Yeah. And so, sure. That guy gets a lot of ass on the show. <laughs> What's my favorite finger? What's your favorite finger, Eddie? I'm going to have to go with thumbs, man. Yeah. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Big thumbs up. <laughs> I would say if I had to pick two, I would pick my pointer and my middle because I do the peace sign a lot. I do too, yeah. I'm that cool guy in my neighborhood when I see a neighbor. Peace. <laughs> Throw them up the deuces. And your finger banging chicks too. That's so. true. That's what I'm trying to let them know. Um, and there's a big difference between peace this way. I'm showing you the front. Mm -hmm. And peace this way. Like I'm a hippie. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm a cool guy. It's always, yeah, it's always back of hand showing. Back of hand. Yeah. You're not giving anyone the, what am I, <laughs> it's fucking summer of love over here. Nobody does the peace sign Are like that. Are you like a K-pop band? That's right. what they all do. Seriously. Hey, brother, <laughs> peace to you. No, yeah, you're right. I give them like a boom and I'm like throwing it by my shoulder like, what's up, motherfucker? I don't wave. I throw a peace at you. Um, Dylan sucks. Yeah, he wrote it. You know, one of his emails was about that. And he's dead inside, which I think he meant as another dig on Dylan Okay. that's the name of the podcast I do with Dylan. Yes. And then he's from North Carolina. Take your shirt off. <laughs> Twist it around your head. And I think that made me laugh. Like, I think, you, yeah, if you live there, you got to know your barbecue. <laughs> you can't not. Yeah. So I'd love some Paul from Roanoke barbecue. So is Paul's, is that a North Carolina accent? For some reason. I think he said, now this is very interesting about Paul. Because he said he's from North Carolina, but he's also said he's from Virginia. Well, guess what? There's a Roanoke in both. So this motherfucker grew up <laughs> in Roanoke, I don't know, North Carolina, 
which is an island. Do you know North Carolina's on the coast? I did know that. I, I did not. All right. I'm so California over here, you know, just lording my California dick over everybody that I, for some reason, just figured, oh, yeah, North Carolina. That's like what? It's like landlocked, right? It's like <laughs> By Tennessee. It's or like Tennessee or a fucking panhandle. Like, I don't know where the hell that thing is. No, it's on the coast. And there's an island off the coast, which is probably amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, there must be probably some unbelievably cool and beautiful places down that coastline where I just... I just can't help it. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I live in California. I don't yeah. know. I need to look at a map. <laughs> God damn it. And then he moved to Virginia and now he lives in Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> like, why didn't we move to Las Vegas, California? <laughs> like, you know, live That'd in be Roanoke. weird if you could only live in cities that you were born in. It better be Springfield then. Because <laughs> there's like a Springfield yeah, in every state, that's apparently. True. All right. Well, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Oh, you know what? We got another voicemail from Dr. Duff. Oh, okay, cool. And I'll play this one because it's about Disneyland. And here I thought Duff was sending us a note because I was shitting on fidget spinners. Mm-hmm. Because he's an actual therapist or psychologist. He has a podcast where he talks about serious you know, things. And I saw that one of his shows was about fidget spinners. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, he's here he comes. He's going to give us, uh, bash us about yeah. that these are actually good for people. No. Not at all. It's about getting drunk at Disneyland. So here, here's, here's, here's Duff's voice, Vale. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Duff. Um, I am listening to the most recent episode of, of your show, and I don't know if you guys talk about this or not, but I have a good Disney hack for you in regards to boozing it up. So I went recently to Disneyland. I'm from Southern California, so I've been there a lot. And I went recently on like an adult trip for uh, my friend's birthday. And we definitely snuck in like a ton of booze. I had, um, turns out, a bottle and a half of wine or so fits into two coffee tumblers, which they don't check. And I also brought in a flask of bourbon and uh, two bottles of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all on my person slash backpack. Uh, I hid the flask in a box of Cheez-Its. Oh, so boy. we had a good day there. But a uh, super good hack for Disneyland is they have these things. They have uh, mint juleps. But their mint juleps are, they're in like the French Quarter or whatever, the, the New Orleans part over by Pirates of the Caribbean. And their mint juleps are non-alcoholic, which is which is BS. Like that's not a mint julep. They just have like Sprite and mint and lime and whatever else. But if you put a little bourbon into them, they taste really, really good. So that's my tip. Put a little bourbon into the mint julep, make it a real mint julep, and it's it's actually like super good. It balances it out really well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I should have taken notes on this one too because I've got like a hundred things I want to talk about yeah. here. Starting from the start. He went in an adult state at Disneyland. <laughs> you know, again, if you live in that area, not that weird. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things as an adult where I look at some of my Mormon buddies or religious people who just never drink mm-hmm. who would do something like that. And I think, I no. <laughs> like, I, if maybe I'm an alcoholic because I just feel like booze makes everything better. But that's why at every sporting event, it's just eating and drinking. Yeah, like, exactly. It just makes everything better when you've got a bit of a buzz. So, of course, you're going to Disneyland with your adult friends to get fucked up. <laughs> and Disneyland, of course, knows you're there, that you have a flask. Maybe you don't have a bottle and a half of wine and two bottles of champagne <laughs> and a flask on you. Nice of you to share with everyone, I'm assuming. Um, but and, and wide variety, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's champagne. like a fully stocked bar. I'm the kind of guy I pick one thing. Yeah. I'll bring a flask mm-hmm. or something. And I will say that is a good thing about that mint julep. But the same feeling can be had at, let's say you go to the movie theater mm-hmm. and you get a Diet Pepsi and you dump a bunch of rum in there. That tastes awesome yeah. because it's naughty and it's forbidden <laughs> and you're not supposed to be doing it. And everything tastes better mm-hmm. when it's a bit taboo like that. If it's Sprite and lime juice, I mean, of course, it's just some stupid ass mint julep for a child. (laughs) But I think the notion of making it your own is very cool. Oh, yeah. So, of course. And by the way, Duff, you know, not to burst your bubble here, (laughs) but those tips are great for anywhere. Yeah. And kind of like a no shit. Like, you know, I mean, look, of course, I'm I'm 36 years old. I've been sneaking booze into things for (laughs) for a long time. Um, but the flask and the Cheez-Its box, that's a good one. Yeah. I want to know where he hid the champagne bottles. Yeah. 
up his ass. <laughs> Too easy. Okay, makes sense. You know, yeah, where do those get hidden? Maybe, because you know what I did when I went to Disneyland? I took a water bottle, emptied it out, put vodka in it, and then mm. I put like a little X or something on the cap. Because <laughs> who boy, can you imagine if one of my kids... Oh, man. You know, I didn't realize it. I mean, that's like a sitcom moment. Yeah. They're just, they guzzle half a bottle of vodka and they're fucked up and they're running around Disneyland. <laughs> then they're on the teacups and they puke yeah. all the vodka. And if you, if you're a child or a person and you drink a bunch of vodka and then puke it up, it's vodka. Like you would smell it. Oh yeah. So could you imagine this poor child's on the teacups <laughs> and he pukes vodka puke everywhere? But you, people would know your kid was drinking. <laughs> like you, you would go to jail. So I dodged a bullet there, I guess. So thank you, Duff. Um, much appreciated. Uh, let's do a couple questions. Okay. And then we will do our real treat and call it a night. Cool. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. All right. We love questions on the show. Savertheshow.com slash contact. You can use a form and be anonymous. You can send us an email, show at gmail.com. If you say to yourself, damn. Why did Duff and Paul sound so great is because they send us files of their voice clips. Mm-hmm. If you have any kind of smartphone, there's a voice memo thing on there. If you want to sound good on the show, do that. Or on our website, you can use your computer to send us a voicemail. It just doesn't sound as good. Yeah. So let's do a couple questions here. Hello, I'm dating a man who has a small penis, maybe four inches when he's hard. It didn't bother me at first. We'd have sex pretty regularly, but then sometimes I wouldn't come and I'd finish by masturbating. I guess I would embarrass him, so now we don't have sex. We just have mutual masturbation sessions, and then he finishes in my mouth. Hey now. (laughs) I don't know how to begin to ask him why he doesn't want sex anymore. Any advice? Female, 34, white. My boyfriend is 35, Chinese, both both from California. She never tells he was Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) So, first of all, I mean... Uh, there's no way I can say this without sounding cavalier, but my dick's bigger than four inches. <laughs> All right. It is. Okay. It's not an exaggeration. They say people that talk about the size of their dick actually have a small dick. I'm just fine. All right. Okay. Mine's bigger than that. In that case, I have no dick. That's okay. how small my poor dick is. huge. <laughs> but I kind of feel like four inches, like I'm looking at my finger. Like that's not the worst dick in the world. Yeah, I I want to know if it's if it's the size of the of his dick that's not mm. doing it for, it, or if it's just the way that he does it. Right. Yeah. Right, because it is small, so he's got shallow pumps. Mm. Like maybe she likes those long, deep pumps, <laughs> just fucking deep in there. She likes her cervix to get knocked on <laughs> like a door. Fine, a four inch dicker is not going to do that. But I would say if he started having sex with you, and then now you just mutually masturbate which i guess what does that mean you're laying in bed you're um we call it buzzing in my house my wife buzzes that's what we call it when when she like uses something um she so you're laying there with a toy you're masturbating he's masturbating and then at one point he's like now i'm going to come and then he just finishes in your mouth yeah explain that to me like why not do the whole thing with your mouth yeah just I don't, yeah. You just like suck him off to finish the job. He starts it off and then you pull the trigger. Or is it just like he doesn't even, it doesn't even touch your lips. He just squirts. He's just squirting cum into your mouth. You're a a saint, (laughs) my dear, and hungry. Yes. So I don't know why you're doing that, but that's very kind of you. I would say something else is going on. Yeah. You know, no guy expects his girl to come every single time. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, that's more on, 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 there's so many parameters to make that happen. And if you don't finish, and then he helps you finish, or if you finish by masturbating, great. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, a guy should not be offended or feel like a bad lover if he doesn't nail it every time. Guys come every time. Mm. We are so blessed, (laughs) Eddie. We are the master sex. Yeah. We come every single time. (laughs) 99 times out of 100. Even when we don't want to. You may not want to. <laughs> More often than not, we don't want to come. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be with my wife and she's like, come. And I'm like, no, I don't want this to end. As soon as this ends, we got to get back to reality. And I'm not laying on top of a sexy naked lady. Like I do not want this to end. Um, but for this guy, I feel like something else is probably going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk to him about that. Use this as a way to get closer. Yeah. You know, talk to your man, girl. Great advice. And you're from California. Go to the beach. You know, go to the beach and sit in the sand and don't look at him. 
be side by side. <laughs> because I, I've, I've said this on the show before or driving a car mm-hmm. like i think a lot of times it can be easier to broach a subject with somebody where you don't have to stare at their in their eyes yeah sit side by side you're looking at the sunset and then at a, at a certain moment you look at him and you grab his hand and then you get a little eye contact but the whole time you don't have to do that yeah so good luck to you <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Yeah, let me know. She was anonymous. She didn't even say her name. Oh, so okay. I, don't, I can't. You know, a lot of times when someone writes a question like this, I'll respond to try to get a little more information. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, write back, girl, uh, if, you, if you can. I don't want to go on Facebook just looking for white 34-year-old females from California. <laughs> Chinese boyfriend. <laughs> Chinese. I'm just tearing, <laughs> pouring through photos just looking for a white girl and a Chinese guy. <laughs> You got like a conspiracy board up. <laughs> right. And I'm friending them all, just asking them questions. Uh, let's do a couple more. Hey, guys, you're amazing. You make a podcast that everyone loves. Do you ever wonder if you're making a podcast that everyone loves and it's a waste of your time? And fuck you. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Eddie from Brazil. <laughs> okay. So we haven't got an email from Rootster Ghoul Eddie from Brazil <laughs> in a while. Um, that bastard. <laughs> all right um god what time we got here you know what show's almost over yeah eddie let's do a real treat and and then we'll call it a night eddie before we do the real treat can i break the fourth wall here please do. for a moment i've talked about the laughable podcast app mm-hmm. quite a bit on the show and I, I can't urge anyone enough to go check out laughable laughable.com if you have an iphone it's not on android yet but the coolest thing about it is it will show me metrics of when people stop listening to the show oh really yeah and i've seen some of the data of really popular shows and it's all like a big no shit when there's ads people skip mm-hmm. you know if, if i was a guest on someone's show and they were only tuning in to hear me you can see the data that says like at 10 minutes, Dan came on and then shoop, all the listening shoots up. Mm-hmm. And so if you listen to us on Laughable, I'm always curious, like, do people just tone, turn off when Real Treat comes on? <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, fuck Real Treat. Yeah. I don't care. Dan and Eddie like this week. Maybe once the questions hit, you know? Yeah. People just, just take off. And the song, like, I can't help it. I just like love to know. And I want to try to make the show as good as I can. So if you listen to, if enough people listen to it on Laughable, mm-hmm. we'll start to get data like that. Right now, we don't have enough to really make a, a sample size. Okay. Most people listen to us just in iTunes or uh, Tooty Duty. I don't know, whatever <laughs> stupid <laughs> podcast app. Overcast, I think, is one, or Snapdoodles, or like, whatever. I, I don't know what you listen to us on. <laughs> Hootie Doody and Snapdoodle. <laughs> Fuck those apps. I should just... It's like a, an episode of Silicon Valley over here. <laughs> Eddie, what's your real tree? What are you feeling this week? Uh, so I'm feeling a movie. Yeah? Um, the first one I love, and the second one I think is just as entertaining. The mm. story isn't maybe as strong, but it's okay. uh, John Wick Chapter 2. Oh my God, I can't wait to watch oh, it. Oh man, it's like those movies are so fun to watch, just... The choreography and the action is, yeah. is awesome. Did you get your wife to watch it? No. I watched it when she was uh, working. So Okay. <laughs> yeah, she was doing like a, a wax party. Yes. A pussy she was, party. She was, yeah. <laughs> and you watched it. That's the thing. You and I are such pussies. <laughs> but the thing is, at nighttime, we like to watch a show with our significant other. Mm-hmm. Every show I watch, my wife watches. I'm not going to watch it without her. I would have to really find time to watch John Wick. Yeah. Because I know she would never... She never saw the first one, so she'd be really lost, I'm sure. But she doesn't want to see John Wick. I would love to see John Wick. Oh, yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah. I, I watched, uh, like, YouTube videos of Keanu Reeves. Like, he hired a, a professional um, competition shooter mm-hmm. to, like, teach him how to, how to run guns and shit. And he got really good, man. Like, super fast. He was, like, entering competitions himself. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. Being an actor, man, <laughs> that's your job to learn how to shoot guns cool yeah. and do stunts. No, that's why everybody wants to be an actor. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. So amazing. Um, and you're right. Keanu Reeves doesn't get enough respect. I mean, the guy has been in an insane amount of movies. Yeah. He's a legend, for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. And people just think he's like, whoa, come on, man. <laughs> like, he's a piece of shit. He's, he's fantastic. I love him, man. He's fantastic. Um, what's my real treat this week? I, for some reason, I thought your real treat was going to be Master of None. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I haven't started the second season. It's 
perfect. Is it? Did you watch the whole thing? I'm on the last episode right okay. now, and it's incredibly better than the first season. Really? It just it's shot better. It's funnier. I don't want to give you any, any spoilers away, but it just it, it's more introspective and more interesting. Mm-hmm. It's great. I haven't. I don't think I finished the first season, so like if I just jumped into the second, would I be missing stuff? No. Okay. You wouldn't. I would maybe on Netflix they have like a nice little season recap. Yeah. Just watch that. Okay. And yeah, the the second one is just about him. Yeah. You don't even really need to know about the first season, so you'd be good to go. Um, my real treat this week is actually something stupid, and I did it today. <laughs> today was the last day of school for my kids, mm-hmm. so now they're on summer break. And my wife and I try to be good parents, cool parents. It's the last day of school. Let's go get Froyo. <laughs> Come on, guys. We just had dinner. And normally after dinner, you start your routine. We're cool. The kids are going to take baths. They're going to take a shower. They're mm-hmm. going to read their books. They're going to go to bed. And I hate to admit it, and I kind of got in a, white, a, be- a beef with my wife <laughs> about this, is when you and I do the show, I'm definitely a little more tense mm-hmm. about like all right kids fucking wrap it up yeah go to bed <laughs> uncle eddie's coming over we're gonna whip our dicks out and we're doing a podcast and i hate to be that way but you and i don't want to be doing the show at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> i want these kids to get, at least get out of our hair you putting your kids to bed i'm putting my kids to bed mm-hmm. so i can't help it but i can be a little more dickish and so even tonight like i'm such a stick in the mud my wife's like let's go take the kids to ice cream it's the last day of school and I said, ooh, <laughs> it's podcast night. About that. Mm. And I said, no, what am I saying? <laughs> of course we can take these kids to ice cream. We'll just be a little late with the show. And it was great. And there's Froyo on every corner in mm. California. Yeah. And I don't think that's just unique to us. And it's, it's the kind of Froyo where it's, it's chemicals. Mm-hmm. There's nothing real about this Froyo. Like you've ever looked in the back of one of these frozen yogurt shops there's cans of powder and liquid Mm. it's not ice cream that's made with milk and cream and sugar it's made with poison but it's so good it's so good chemically good and i haven't had anything like this in about a month Mm -hmm. and so oh (laughs) italian kiss finger face thing (laughs) it tasted so good and then i walked in there and there's like the buffet of Every candy you could want, mm-hmm. you know, Reese's Pieces. They even had the Hershey's Cookies and Cream candy Ooh, bar, okay. all that stuff, butterscotch. I mean, you can't beat Froyo. <laughs> it's like a buffet for ice cream and candy. I mean, I prefer uh, Cold Stone. Oh, well. Yeah. Banana ice cream with yellow cake. I don't think you can ever beat That's that. That's your jam. That's my jam. Man. I know you're not a sweet guy either. No. Well, that and you're right. Cold Stone is real ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's made by some cream creamer. <laughs> Did they call him cream artist? He just um, creams everywhere. It's creamers. <laughs> it's cream boy, and they yeah you know, they whip it up like it's like a cold version of Benihana. And they, they, like it's, it's like it's like a dinner theater. And they gotta sing if you tip them even a penny. Do they really? It, yeah. That is embarrassing. <laughs> even yeah. a penny? Just yeah, you can put in a penny and they like have to sing. You could be such a prick and be like, hey, fucking cream boy. <laughs> Here's a penny, bitch. I got a dollar worth of pennies. You bitches are going to be singing all day. I want a hundred songs <laughs> while I eat my banana with yellow cream cake or whatever I'm eating over here. I'm Italian Eddie now. Hey. Hey. Oh. Marron. <laughs> so fine. Go get some Froyo, you piece of shit. Uh, all right. Show's over already. Uh, let's see. So this week from our good friend Amanda Hug and Kiss is the Sifstery from episode 207. He titled this Beer Pong, and the song is Give Me a Beer by the band Sea Monster. Okay. So thank you, Amanda. And otherwise, you know, listen, check out the cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, English Paul's cartoon uh, is still there. And you can go to our store. Has some some people bought some merch this week, so it just reminded me, store.savertheshow.com. I'm I got some ideas. We're going to be doing some new merchandise and things. So that'll be coming uh, in the next couple months. And that's it. So otherwise, this has been episode 245 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you.
I did do something that I never really do is I played beer pong oh, nice. with these folks and we did where they poured like three shots of fireball in separate cups. Mm. And by the time it was my turn to play, the host was pretty shit faced. So when he was pouring these shots, <laughs> it wasn't like, okay guys, I'm taking one beer and I'm going to very precisely measure it across <laughs> five cups. And then I'm going to take a shot glass and pour in fireball. And then I'm going to fill another shot glass. No, I mean, he just took that fucking handle of yeah. fireball. It was like glug, 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 glug. And I've never seen Nicole do this. So Nicole was my partner in mm-hmm. beer pong. And for anyone that doesn't know beer pong, it's on a table. You set up the cups, two people on each side. You throw a ping pong ball into their cups. And if it lands in their cup, they drink whatever was in that cup. Mm-hmm. And you just go back and forth, back and forth until you eliminate all their 